Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fireside Friends. Uh, this is episode... I forget which episode it's this is. 50. Because I didn't pull up our website. <laughs> is it 50? It's episode 50. No, I, no, it's not. Okay. Yes, it is. Holy shit, it's episode 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm Ryan, and I'm joined by, as always, by Alan. Hello, folks. How's it going? And also Katie. Howdy. Hello. Um, if you listened to last month's podcast, you know that we're going to be talking about Enter the Spider-Verse this month for a shared experience. Um, and I was thinking that, you know, it's a big we- crossover movie with a bunch of characters from different universes. So why don't we bring a different universe of our own into the fold on this episode of the show? So joining us for this episode to talk about Enter the Spider-Verse, we have Six and Jen from Scanline Media. Hey there. It's me, Podcaster Noir. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. But this is something that we I we have we've had Jen on before, but six, yeah, we haven't had you on, and I've been on plenty of scanline stuff, so it's about time that we make something like this happen. Long time coming. You know, just building up the tension for the big I, <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know what's wrong with my throat there. Hello. Hi. <laughs> But yeah, how's everybody doing? It's a it's a weeknight. We're we're up late talking about uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Every night, you know. Being responsible. <laughs> every night. This is every time I come home, I to talk into a microphone about Spider Man. There's usually no microphone. I'm just like talking to yourself about Spider Man. You know, the last couple of weeks, I've been meditating on the hyphen. Okay. It's really, okay. it's really meaningful, you know, because like, it's like, it's like, it well, it's like he's not fully spider or fully man, but he's also not fully Spider Man. There's the, there's a the little gap that's being bridged. There's the middle ground, and it's really all about that middle ground. Okay. That's right. Deep. <laughs> so yeah, we have five people on the show, <laughs> so we're not going to do a segment one, unfortunately, um, but we are going to talk about Into the Spider Verse, which is a very fun movie to talk about with a bunch of folks. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and do a quick rundown on the synopsis of the movie. Um, there are three directors on Into the Spider-Verse. This came out last year, by the way, 2018. Uh, December, I believe? Yep. I think that's right. Um, three directors, Bob Perschetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman, um, with Phil Lord and Rodney Rothman on the uh, writing credits there. Um, just to give you a quick rundown of the plot synopsis of the movie um enter the spider verse follows miles morales as he's getting acclimated to his life at his fancy new upper class school he's struggling to his to fit in with his new environment and he is facing growing pressure from his cop dad um whose name is jefferson davis we're not going to talk about that (laughs) um um, with a bunch of pressure on him he seeks guidance from his uncle aaron um they hang out um they hang out in a weird secret alley Uh, miles gets bit by a radioactive spider and then after that he gets some symptoms similar to the ones that spider-man has um and then miles rightfully freaks out over this at some point um he witnesses the death of his universe's spider-man um by the hands of wilson fisk also known as kingpin um, Peter Parker's final deed before he dies is tasking Miles with destroying a super collider that King Kingpin has been working up in order to, you know, stop the end of the world. Uh, Miles struggling with this new responsibility as this universe's new Spider-Man seeks help from alternate universe Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy, and various other Spider-People who have ended up in this dimension due to Kingpin's meddling with the universe, and he goes on a journey of self-discovery along the way. 
I'm going to throw it over to the Scanline crew first. Um, Jen, I think this is your first time watching this. What did you think of this movie? Yeah, um, I'd been told for like the past year that it was really, really good. And uh, I initially hesitated to see it uh, before this podcast because I've all the other Marvel movies have made me groan have maybe grow so cold on Western superhero stuff that uh, the idea of watching a, another movie like that kind of uh, bothered me. But I, I kept, I kept this one in the back of my mind, like, okay, this is the one that everyone says is great, pretty universally. And then mm-hmm. knowing that it was on Netflix and then having an opportunity to talk about it here, it was like, oh, okay, I'll watch it now. And I was pretty blown away. Like, uh, I feel like the story is is pretty decent, but uh, the visuals themselves are basically beyond anything I've seen in an animated movie in quite some time. Definitely. Yeah, I, I saw this movie in the theater and I had the same reaction. I was just kind of just, this movie has so much style um, and it kind of took me away. I, I loved it when I saw it. it. Yeah, it made me feel a lot of things, um, but mostly just like, the way it is executed and the art style and everything just blew me away. Um, what about you, Six? What do you think of Spider-Verse? Um, so I definitely had a good time watching it. Um, this was also my first viewing, and I did find the the um, art design and the visuals very striking. Um, I had some problems with the, the writing. Um mm-hmm that i don't know i guess we'll, we'll get into so i think i walked yeah. away like i was i was glad to have seen it but i certainly wasn't as blown away as i feel like a lot of people were definitely what about you on have you seen this before uh, for now uh yeah i saw it when it came out last december um and i was like I bought into the hype and i loved it at the time and again weirdly when i watched it this time um i'm still i still enjoyed it a lot but i was kind of watching mm-hmm. it with a crit more critical eye and yeah. you know be, like once you know where all the sort of main story beats are going what i realized is this movie is so dense it's like mm-hmm. unbelievable that it's under two hours you know because so much happens and so many things are like introduced and then you just kind of move on and i think it handles that stuff pretty deftly for a film of its type uh and considering all of the like cultural circumstances of this movie existing but uh you know it's not the like miracle amazing best movie i've ever seen like i thought it was in the theater because you know you get that crowd environment and you're like this is awesome and hype and all that but still very mm-hmm. fun yeah. yeah yeah something that kind of uh going into this that kind of made me slightly more skeptical than i thought i was going to be before i started watching was uh basically the the total box office take started being talked about and people were like Oh, it's such an injustice that this only made four hundred million dollars. It's <laughs> like yeah, uh. it made four hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it made all of its money back, yeah. and then some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I want to get Katie's first impressions as well. I know this yeah. is a you've watched this before, but what are your impressions when you first saw it, and 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 watching it now? Okay, um, so when I first saw it, honestly, it was like kind of a special event because I went on a vacation with Eli and I got to see this movie with like one of my very first internet friends from 10 years ago. So that was really cool. Um, We all loved it at the time. I still like it now, but um, definitely I can see like the parts that I knew that I had a problem with the first time I watched it. Um, I was definitely like, oh, it's coming. Yep. 
here it is. I'm cringing a little bit, but it's fine. Um, but obviously, like, the visually, visually pleasing elements are nice. Um, I liked all the different styles that were brought together and everything. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's a, it's a sad, but it's a feel-good movie, so I still enjoy it, definitely. It's probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. Definitely my favorite Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I have been meaning to go back to the Sam Raimi ones, uh, just to get a feel for what those were like, because I was so young when those came yeah. out. Um, but I do remember liking them a lot. So I definitely want to go back and, and and see what my feelings are for those. But um, yeah, let's let's just dive in deep into like the problems we had this, with this movie because everybody the movie's great. Everybody knows yeah. that, but <laughs> I do want to definitely dig into some of the problems and criticism that we had yeah. with the movie. So, uh, six, I know you were leading to some problems earlier. Um, yeah. So what, what sort of things were you thinking about uh, I mean, getting through this one? I feel like in large part, what I'm thinking about is the, just the characterization. I feel like you've got, you know, you, you have six spiders folk, um, <laughs> present <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, seven, if you count the one who, who dies pretty quickly, um, and, uh, Peter B. Parker and Miles get some decent characterization. Gwen gets mm-hmm. some, and the others are just kind of there in a way that I think is kind of lame. Penny mm-hmm. Parker is so fucking lame. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yes. All right. Penny Parker. That's soon. Mm-hmm. Especially as anime fans, it's hard to see Penny Parker and be like, you, yeah. d- what, you didn't even try. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not even like an earnest, like take on anime is just it's a progressive like, we... commercial. <laughs> Yeah. We've read. Yes, 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 yes. It is. Yes, it is. Totally. No, it's somebody read a Wikipedia page on what anime was and then did that. That mm-hmm. was like when I saw that in the theater, I physically cringed at her introduction. Like, I don't hey guys, know. It's me. I'm Penny Parker. I'm the Japanese one. The only saving grace of that is the joke of like, uh, my dad is in the robot suit, which is like, okay, we get it. Like you've watched, you yeah. like, like Ryan said, you googled like one thing. You googled Mecca, <laughs> and that's yeah. cute. But like, she has no character in this film whatsoever. There's no time. It's no. Such, it's so it's like so rushed. Yeah, uh-huh. like uh, th- the few moments when Nicolas Cage uh, switches into a old timey narration are is so good. But it's it's like three or four lines in the movie because it has to even being two hours long, it has to rush to the next thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like it, the arc would have definitely benefited if it just stuck to Miles and Peter and and Gwen, for sure. Yeah, um, even though I, can I did see that. enjoy, even though I did enjoy the Nick Cage stuff a lot, mm-hmm. it was still, it still like didn't give those characters room to breathe at all. Well, yeah. I mean, if you'd gotten rid of Penny and and Spider Ham, which I imagine yeah. is maybe divisive, I don't know. Um, I think we can all <laughs> agree that Penny Penny doesn't like they didn't do enough with Penny, and what they did do was lame that I would have been better we would have been better off with her not taking up screen time. Um I think you could get away with having one like more outlandish almost comic relief Spider-Man, but having three is yeah. just exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Um just I thought I mean I like John Mulaney. So I like Spider-Ham for that reason. Um, But I don't know. I was really disappointed with Penny Parker. I'm just going to say it again. (laughs) 
it's the the problem is also that the film is like extremely self-aware in a mostly very earnest way uh you know it spends the first five minutes being like here's basically the plot of the sam raimi spider-man movies and here's like the joke about like and then they he did a we i did a weird dance for some reason yeah Uh, and it's very cute and i like that stuff because it's not like too proud of itself and it's not being like too precious with its own lore or whatever but then yeah they get to the other ones and it's just like uh dad died brother died boyfriend died dad, other da- uncle died here we go we're all spider people like it's just i think this could have been a miles gwen and his family and peter b parker movie and then a separate like spider-verse movie i think that would have been fine mm. yeah it is exactly two really tight films smushed into into one and i wonder if that's part again the production of this film is like a miracle that they got this out and they like weren't going to be able to make it and the marvel rights and we all know how difficult that stuff is so maybe they were like we just need to make this everything in here we want to do it because they're never going to let us make another one and if we don't do it now we'll never do it so nothing was left on the cutting room floor because they were like um we might not get to bring john mulaney on to do spider-ham again because that's a that's a really good get if you care about that sort of thing so we should take a pause here because we lost two members of the cast Uh uh-oh Yeah. Okay. So hey, I put in I put in some sort of music here. Um, <laughs> Discord Discord went down for two of the five people on here. One of them just happens to be the host. Um, so yeah, this is gonna be an abrupt cut. That's just how it's gonna work. It is, Alan. What? Sorry, Alan. Yeah. Let's get back to you, buddy. It is. <laughs> do you remember what you were talking about? Because I don't. I do. I do. Uh, it's very funny to me, by the way, how many parallels are our like experiences having to the movie? Because y'all are having the glitchy like moments, and you're switching dimensions, is what it is. Also, there's five of us, and if you don't include Peter B. Parker, then there's five Spider Verse people. So take your Buzzfeed quizzes at home and see which one of us matches up to which one. You're right. I am Spider Pig. So I'm the one who doesn't get on the quiz. Great, love it okay by uh, the way yeah b- voice actor for the peter barker who dies in this movie uh want to guess mm, not jake johnson he's the new one he's the sad one right no so who's who's that it's uh it's chris pine what? really okay <laughs> yeah. sure uh lord and miller cashing in all those star favors yeah there really is just a lot of white men cameos in this you get a little bit of Stan Lee, rest you in peace. You know what? That's true. Um, do we got... Uh, we were talking about the post credit sequence. We'll talk about that later. Anyways, what I was saying okay. before um, was that the movie feels so rushed. It feels like it could have been two films. And I wonder if part of the reason it has so much stuff in it is because they were worried they weren't going to get to make another movie. And they were just like, mm. we got to do everything at once. Well, the yeah. other thing is you mentioned dividing it up into like like the, you know the sort of the core crew of the movie and then like oh and then you could do the real spider-verse stuff in the next movie and it's like it sounds like the second movie would suck (laughs) yeah that yeah Yeah. well you need a cooler villain because the villain right now being wilson fisk is like not he's not big scale enough for like to bring in the spider-verse he's incredibly big scale you see that boy (laughs) he's long he's a big bean he's a triangle (laughs) (laughs) it's a trapezoid yeah, I, I kind of liked that the main villain was uh, Kingpin in this because I, I think people sometimes forget because he's not really part of the movies too much, just how imposing he is of a character. Like, uh, 
I was a big Ultimate Spider-Man fan at some point uh, when I was younger, and the big first arc of that is uh, Kingpin basically beating the shit out of a young Peter Parker who doesn't know what he's doing. And there's something about the fact that he doesn't really have any superpowers, he's just a gigantic man who can destroy you with his with, with a few of his fingers. And... I'm- he has a higher kill count than anyone in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With his fists. Yeah. That and, and a gun. And a pistol. And a whole gun. You're right. Yeah. Though I I love the uh Dr. Octavius reveal in this movie Me too. a lot. Yeah, it's it's good. Good. I loved it. It's good. I loved it both times I watched this movie. Yeah. Because I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah. So the fr- yeah, and that that whole like heist scene with with Peter and, and Miles was really good. Um it's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Um with them just sneaking around, and then you get the Octavius reveal, and then you get Spider Gwen uh, swinging them. That seems really good. Yeah, the the Doc Ock thing is actually the one thing that I got consistently spoiled for me because uh, no. in the fir- in the first few weeks, uh, uh, like art uh, and stuff. Oh yeah, people on Twitter kept shipping uh, Aunt May and the, this version's Doctor Octopus. So uh, oh no, that, yeah, there was a lot of art of that. <laughs> Anime rules in this movie. This is one of my favorite Aunt Mays, by the way. Aunt May makes no fucking sense. But okay. <laughs> she's just cute. She's just cute from James Bond. She's she came from like she's like she's fucking Ash from Evil Dead, but she's yeah. in Spider Man. Like I don't understand how they made this decision. I don't like part of the appeal of Spider Man. Like classically, the reason you like Spider Man instead of liking Batman or instead of liking Iron Man is you're like, what if a hero just had problems in their life and wasn't a fucking billionaire? Yeah, and it's like, oh no, this Spider Man has a Bat Cave that's full of <laughs> yeah. like seventy suits yeah. and like twenty vehicles, and also he has all the money to do whatever he wants, and it just, it really like, I guess he died, and that's good, but <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Uh, to be fair, the uh, Peter B. Parker and Miles Morales have plenty of that same appeal to them. Like, uh, Peter B. Parker is kind of a failure of a person, which makes him pretty uh, interesting, though all the fat jokes are really uncomfortable. Yep. Like, yeah. Uh, it's so much. Yeah. Like, the the part where they're like, oh, are you just wearing sweatpants all around? It's like, fuck you, sweatpants are comfortable. And just po- constantly poking fun at his gut was real uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. If I could just, like, walk around everywhere in my pajama pants, I would probably be a much happier person. Of course. But, you know. Of course. Also, there are more interesting things to tackle in this movie besides uh, being fat and also not having a dead feel with no GF. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I feel like on all fronts, that could have been more interesting. Yeah, especially, I mean, like, you get the sense, like, they're they're establishing this other Peter Parker, and it's like, he's the only other, like, actual, I guess, maybe Spider-Man noir is a Peter Parker. I don't know. It doesn't come up. But, like, it's like, oh, no, here's another actual Peter Parker. And there's an interesting opportunity to be, like, what's the difference between these two humans across dimensions? And you don't really get that. You just get, oh, he's fat and also, like, he's old. And it's like, you could yeah. dwell on him as a person? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fascinating to me that there exists in this multiverse a Spider-Man who had the movie arc of, like, successful, got a lot of money, got married, and then died. And then there's also one who was, like, successful, had a lot of money, got married, and then lived, but had a tragic ending. And also, I, I just don't have that much sympathy for this Peter Parker because I'm tired of this, like, sad white man thing. 
He's like the least yeah. interesting of the spider people to me, even though like obviously Penny's like nothing in the movie, but like she has potential at least. Peter B. Parker and I think Jake Johnson brings a lot to that performance and he's very funny in parts like stealing the french fries and asking Peter to pay the bill and all that stuff is like charming and like good. But again, fat jokes, like what are we doing? Yeah. And again, <laughs> and then wife jokes, yeah. boring. Yeah. And then and then for for Gwen, she only works if you read the comics. Like they don't yeah. really they don't contextualize her like having the fact that she had to kill Peter Parker. Oh, she had that, to kill him? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he I had I had literally in, no idea. I was just like, he oh, turns I guess he died. In, yeah, he turns into like an alligator or yeah. some shit in the comics. <laughs> really but, but, the, but the only reason I know that the, is the because movie, I the read movie, them. Yeah, the movie references this, but it doesn't tell you this. <laughs> so if you if you like if you wanted to know Spider Gwen, you haven't read the comics. You have no idea what she's referencing when she's talking about the fact that she lost a friend. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I literally, I literally, I saw him, I saw like, and she was like, and then I lost a friend, and there's like, I was like, who's this shirtless boy? And it was like, Peter Parker. I was like, oh, okay, okay. sure. Yeah, like. Yeah. He <laughs> basically, in, I haven't read the comics, but from what I've understood from other people talking about them, he basically, it, they basically take the lizard man's arc and give that to Peter Parker. Peter, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I know that's that kind of ties into one of my other things with this movie is like if you watch this with literally no knowledge of Spider-Man or who the character is or what their deal is, this would make fucking zero sense. Any of this oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. So much of it is like, yeah, that was in a comic and I know I've seen it before. Even Spider-Man Noir is like, yeah, I know that. I've read about that. He was in that one game. Uh, and the post credit sequence is like complete nothingness if you haven't seen anything. And That's true. The Spider-Man memes. Yeah, and right. also like the references about like the weird dance and stuff like that. Yeah, all of that. Like that it, wouldn't even make it's sense. It's such a referential movie that it comes at the cost of just like being a self-contained movie. So, I mean, on the other hand, I never saw Spider-Man 3 and I am a- aware of the fact that there's like a dance thing. But since I hadn't seen the movie, I didn't make that connection. I was just like, oh, that's funny. He's dancing badly. <laughs> yeah, you're just... um... and I, and and I mean, and Noir gets away with the fact that it's just Nick Cage doing a doing Nick Cage. Hundred percent, very much. I so. actually like... forgot that Nick. Like, I usually don't like Nicolas Cage, and I forgot he was in the movie until we got to the credits, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, he was Spider Man Noir." I was dreading <laughs> this, but it was actually funny. He did a good job. Good job, yeah, Nick Cage. No. Lighting a match on your fingers just to feel something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, a lot of the guys with the movie comes with this. Just uh, the spiders being not, other spider folks being not as fleshed out as they could be. However, this is like the first superhero, super first superhero movie within like this Marvel MCU era. Yeah, or actually felt like the origin story for miles was like rarely satisfying to watch and rarely engaging to watch mm-hmm. um just to see this character learn and grow and and gain confidence over time um and we get a sense of interiority here that we don't see in a lot of other superhero movies um and that's what works the most for me is just actually seeing an individual grow um especially watching a bunch of fucking ava um (laughs) was really uh was really fun to watch again and just to come away with it because some of my favorite stuff in the movie and i don't think it always works but the stuff with miles and his dad uh the the scene in the dorm when when miles's dad shows up and just gives a monologue to him that scene gets to me very deep 
um, just personally. Yeah. I like that scene a lot. Um, and I think that stuff largely works. I have criticism of that. We can get into later, but um, the emotional arc for, for Miles um, pays off for me in a big way, um, in a way that I just no other superhero movie of this, of this type of, or of this like era really actually gets into for me. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing I did want to criticize about that dynamic though, is the fact that, uh, Jefferson Davis one, one is still named Jefferson yeah. Davis and mm-hmm. two the fact that he's a fucking cop and I don't think the movie is uh has the tools to fully reconcile this um there's a the, the scene like three-fourths through the movie where Uncle Aaron dies and his dad just pulls a fucking gun on him <laughs> yeah and like and it has the like like blue and red like light like it is very like staged in a very like ominous way but i don't think the movie knows what it's doing it i don't think the movie knows how loaded that imagery is yeah especially for for this movie yeah and they complete they they set something up where um his dad thinks that uh the person that looks like spider-man killed his uncle and um and the way that they resolve that is at the very end he's just like well i thought i knew who killed him but i guess not and yes i don't know it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's yeah they basically do nothing with that whole thing Mm -hmm. do you are we supposed to know okay are are we supposed to understand that his dad knows that his that the uncle his brother was a villain because it's like he finds the body and he's like wearing this like purple and black like <laughs> yes, spiked hooded exactly. like metal claws. I like, had the same fucking thought. <laughs> like what? I mean, like, like I saw it. I saw it coming whenever he was away, and all of a sudden, this robot villain shows up. Uh, but I. I guess. I feel like he didn't know. Although he probably was like, huh, this is weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're dynamic. Like, they're estranged enough that, like, they weren't really on speaking terms, really. Like, they, he calls them later in the movie, and he's just like, this wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be calling if this wasn't important. So, right. Um, yeah. So they were, they were, they weren't on speaking terms enough to have that matter. But the fact that he just does find his dead body in an alley with a fucking dumbass costume on, and he doesn't comment on it, is weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he just assumes that's like a. Just how it's he, a DJ he thing. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got all of them. He's got all of them records. He probably has something to do with that. Man, sampling got weird. Uh, yeah i think there's even there's even a whole film to be had in like miles going to school and like adjusting to the new place and like i love that scene where he he gives a test to the teacher and he's like i failed like i i guess i gotta get kicked out and she's like if you were blindfolded you would have gotten 50 percent like you clearly knew all the answers and all that stuff like Miles' relationship to education and authority and all yeah. that stuff, and then tying that all back to his dad is like excellent. Give me that art. Yeah, and and just the fact that like he, you know, doesn't really have a choice. He needs to go to the school, even though he doesn't feel like he belongs. He wants to be in the quote unquote worst school. Um, I thought that setup was pretty good. Yeah. Just like he has friends um, at the bad the, the, school. 
and just the class implications there as well yes um and not that the movie goes really further than that <laughs> as, as much as i wanted to but i did like that as a uh just a background on on what this world looks like for for miles i thought it was pretty grounded and, and realistic in, in terms of that and i do think they do a really efficient job of making it like of, of juxtaposing really effectively because we only get like that one pretty quick scene of him like walking through the neighborhood on the on his way to school but you yeah. but you get like clearly everybody around here knows him and likes him and he likes them and it's it's such a quick like effective establishment of that and then you go to you know cop academy yeah yeah yeah, uh, I I do think it was kind of weird how they mentioned the threat of oh you're not supposed to leave this school ever at night, which okay, but uh, yeah, it it seems like at some point they just forget that that school is even there aside from a few shots, which is weird, but okay. <laughs> that roommate is traumatized yeah. for life <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> yeah, but then he made it up to him at the end by being like, "Oh, by the way, I'm a Spider Man," and the roommate oh, yo, was like, "By the way," <laughs> and they they fist bump, and the fist bump says, "Best buds." I'm like, "Yay, yeah. <laughs> yay!" Cool. You know who I'm, he is. Great. I met you. Yeah. I met you. I met you on Monday, bro. <laughs> Best buds. By the way, what's your name? <laughs> what? Yeah. Can I have your number? Sorry, I don't think we have it on your phone. Just in case, I think uh, you know I got locked out the other day. I didn't have your number. Like. <laughs> Yeah, they could don't you, you know, no, uh, could you not save your contact as Spider Man? Just you know, police can search <laughs> your phones these days. Emoji. <laughs> man emoji, don't do that, please. Be cool. Yeah. Um, just write like Pete. Spider emoji, man. Emoji. Or write Miles. Excuse me. Uh, wow, I mean that was a bad mix up. Uh, I and then uh, this is there's so much of this movie that I wanted more of. Even like Miles's mom. Oh, I love it. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. non-subtitled spanish please and thank you i'm fine with yeah. it like it works because yep. he gets it he understands it and yep. it's america in 2019 most of us have like a 101 level of spanish that we can understand her being like mi hijo and we don't need to be told what that means like you know yeah normalizing that that lifestyle like the mixed race lifestyle too is great yeah yeah and the fact i don't know how it is in the comics but the fact that he you know he's black and he's puerto rican yep. that's just him and that's a very good choice mm-hmm I also really like no. the way that, like, it's not just that she speaks Spanish and it's not subtitled, but also it's, like, she speaks Spanish in the, like, you get characters often in media who are bilingual, and it's like, oh, no, sometimes they say entire paragraphs in one language, and sometimes they yep. conveniently know another, and she's like, no, she's throwing words in here or there, which is more like how actual bilingual people talk. And Can it's confirm. Good. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So... I, I just I want more of I liked all the lovable character stuff and I even do even like I, I I dunk on like him being a sad white boy but like the Peter older Peter Parker stuff I think is well acted and really funny uh, and can't can't say enough how just the joy this movie is to look at and listen to uh, between mm-hmm. the like really eclectic soundtrack that reflects Miles's taste really accurately and then just like clever camera tricks and like art style stuff the whole back like 20 minutes of this movie looks like an art piece it's banana oh my god yes can we oh my god can we fucking talk about that (laughs) because when it gets when it gets to the fucking super collider and they just go uh, they're like abstract universe it's great they're just like fuck it you know what let's just here's our idea for what this is it's gonna be like this fucking awesome trip where it's just abstract colors and all this stuff i was like no marvel movie is going to have a better third act than this movie because it looks 
so good. Like, no Marvel movie looks as good as this because they can't, because you can't do this. They can't. With yeah. Right. Like, like, they tried it with Doctor Strange, and there were parts of it that looked neat, but it was nothing compared to this. Yeah. And God, that blew me away the first time I saw it. I'm like, this is a lot to take in. Uh, they're just going for it at this point. And I respected the fact that the final fight was, yeah, more than like, wasn't necessarily about like, like blowing punches more than it was. Look at this fucking awesome animation that we did. Um, yeah, no, that was so much fun to watch. It's a we- it's a weird note that in the middle of that we have that shot on the train where Fisk is like looking at vision of his daughter and son. Oh my god, yeah. that's some fucking that's some fucking David Cage ass shit. That's some Detroit. <laughs> it no, really not, is, uh, and you're just like, just I don't need Beyond Two Souls garbage. Uh, Doc Ock, she has like she doesn't need a motivation or anything. She's like a villain. It's fine. Where it's a big like cartoon movie. We don't need Fisk being like, no, my wife and son don't love me. I don't need it. <laughs> But then also, they got into an accident because you saw they saw you trying to kill Spider Man, and then yeah. so you just tried to kill Spider Man again. <laughs> but that's the that tragedy again. of it. Come <laughs> on, oh, oh. It's like Listen, okay, Ryan, it's like poetry. At Ryan, hang on, everybody, oh. sit down. I'm going to teach you how to read media. Theming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, listening. Uh, it's pronounced theming. Oh. Okay. <laughs> See, this is this is the first thing I have to teach you. Apparently, lesson God. one. Yeah. I'm apparently. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Yo, when when I was a kid, right, we would play video games with the neighbors, and we could, we they would get to like a tutorial, and they didn't say tutorial; they said tutorial. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, goals. <laughs> to, to, to be a tutorial. That's my favorite character from Undertale. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Torture tell. Uh, do we are people? Do we want a sequel to this? I want the Gwen movie. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. yeah. when it cut to the Gwen stuff and it was all the color palette was purple, I was like, yes. please give me this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please. And she had like they the girl rock music. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Please. Gwen is so cool. She needs her own movie. We even talked about. Well, I did many moons ago about Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. So. The comic. I'm definitely down for a Spider-Gwen movie. Her outfit, her costume. Like, this is the best fucking costume. It's so good. Like, mm-hmm. ballet, but also yeah, the colors. Palo Watch 2019, full yeah. effect. <laughs> We're uh, back. Yeah. If there's any character in this movie that you're interested in, they all have comics that you could read and, like, get that way into. Uh, uh, Spider-Ham, maybe less so. I mean, there's, like, gag stuff, and that's based on like seven five different memes <laughs> like the Simpsons? i mean i don't think anything can make penny parker good though true oh, well she's way different in the comics that also true yeah uh, but yeah the one thing that kind of cracks me up every time when the co- when penny parker is being talked about with the comics uh they always post that one shot where the um artist snuck in uh the kids from evangelion in the same yeah. classroom oh yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. Um, so there, in terms of spinoffs, there is a movie in the works called Spider-Woman, which is uh, with uh, Spider-Gwen, um, Jessica Drew, a.k.a. Spider-Woman, and what? Cindy Moon, a.k.a. Silk, as kind of like a, a three Spider-Woman kind of movie. And then uh, mm. 
John Mulaney, perhaps jokingly, says that he wants a Spider-Ham spinoff where he's doing a Watergate-like story and he's reporting on things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want the I want that for noir though. Yeah, just a gritty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Spider-Man noir comics are are good. I've read some of those actually. But yeah, well, give me a movie with Nick Cage just talking about his his, his troubles. <laughs> I feel like if they would be able to do that well with the Spider-Man noir, that would be good for today's climate. You know, punching Nazis. Yeah, that's like if you just nine drops, I like punching Nazis a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, great, thanks. Yeah. Same. Uh, you know, the, my only worry for like any spinoff is that this movie has an arc with Miles. Right. Um, I just hope they don't forget they need character arcs in the future because that's my one worry is that we can say that we want these movies all that we want but like at the end of the day it's about the character development as well that's mm-hmm. why I like the movie a lot um, if there's if they're gonna give Gwen and a bunch of Spider Women their movie I want like a character arc with like what I want when I say what I when I say I want a Gwen movie I want like Gwen as a character like fully realized and not like the the truncated An accessory like, to someone else. The Wikipedia summary for for the 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 characterization that she was given here. Definitely, mm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I had another thought. I can't. I lost it. I think, but uh, I really like uh, the different the the different types of color palettes and the different art styles for everyone. I think that stuff works mostly well. Again, Penny Parker, notwithstanding. Um, and and again, like. This is a lot of stuff that succeeds about this movie exists because it's animated. Like Fisk looking like a, tra- a trapezoid doesn't work. You can't cast that. Like they right. tried that in the TV show and got they tr- definitely tried. They super yeah. tried. Uh, they definitely tried to also stink in the representation with that fucking shit. Yep. I think um, one of the, maybe one of the reasons this has such a like truncated lack of like origin story stuff is. Uh, maybe to be a little bit cynical, but they saw like m- the reason Spider-Man Homecoming did really well was because they didn't do an origin story. For once, we didn't get a Spider-Man or they skipped it because they did it yeah. in Civil War in 15 seconds. And they were like, "He's you get it. He's Spider-Man. You've seen it before. And they did a movie where he's just existing. And so this movie is like, oh, we can do that. We can just not yeah. show you that again. Like we all understand but- Uncle Ben died. But then I want Miles' origin story. Yeah. <laughs> but once, I, I think the different. movie does a great. I think the movie does a great job of that, though. I think this is a great origin story for Miles. It's just some of the things they they injected it. Like sometimes it helps the movie, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I think overall, like the Miles like origin story is is really good. Miles like, is great. When, yeah. when when Miles puts on the suit, it feels so satisfying. It feels like a payoff to everything that you've been yeah. watching up to that point. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good I point. love the scene where he like finally uh, lets go of the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love yeah. it. Because yeah. like one of the things that I saw people talking about that scene specifically is how the glass breaks. So he was still like holding on to it at the last second. Like mm-hmm. still a little bit hesitant, and I was like, "That's a really good detail." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, something else I saw um, mentioned because, uh, unlike a lot of other movies like this, they just let the animators and all the other creative team talk openly about their ideas for this. Um, basically, Miles for most of the movie moves at a low at a slower frame rate than the other characters and mm-hmm. when he finally gets that moment he moves at the same speed yo what oh. yeah. 
fuck? That's awesome. That would make sense of why he looked a little choppy. He did his way looks framey early on. That's true. Yeah. Oh, shit. There's a lot of clever stuff. I mean, that's that's the thing is that's so breakneck that you like miss so much of that kind of thing because it's just going by at light speed. But uh, yeah, they 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 put in a lot of work. A lot of people put a ton of work into this movie. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's an accomplishment. Yes. Say what you will about like, or say what we will about like its pacing and its character work and some of the stuff being rushed or not handled well. What it does handle well is fantastic, and it is a delight. It's a really charming, fun movie. I laughed a lot. I thought it made me think a lot. Like it's overall very good, despite these complaints. It reminded me of uh, an, a good Edgar Wright movie. Yeah, like the ensemble, like, very fast-paced, very like tight script. Um, That's a good point. And but also like a very good uh, core to it. Yeah. As the Scott Pilgrim liker, that would be problematic, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, what have I signed myself Sick. up for? <laughs> Gross. That, sorry, that's the closest analog that I have right now. That's fine. Not, not I like true. the Scott Pilgrim movie. I also know it has huge problems, but... Mm-hmm. You, uh, you just I'm telling you, you can make a movie that like has music as one of its big focuses uh, aesthetically, and I'm just into it. Uh, that's fair. You know, I like Baby mm. Driver. I I like Baby Driver again. I know it has huge problems. <laughs> Kevin Spacey should probably be in jail, but exactly. Uh, but you oof. know, aesthetically, it's nice if you just ignore his character entirely. And everyone on the internet talked about the scene in this movie when he's singing Sunflower, but it, it you ha- it's so good. Nobody knows yeah. the words to that song. I looked at the lyrics and I was like, no, I feel like I still don't know the word because Post Malone <laughs> mumbles everything. No one knows yeah. the words of that. And he breaks at the right points and he sings it when he's nervous later when he's like breaking into the, the lab. Like, ugh, the yeah. music, the use of the music is good. Not even just a choice because there's always some, some, some dicey choices in there, but yeah. the use Sunflower of it is Sunflower is good. Sunflower is a great song. Yeah. The way he grows into his invisibility, too, and the way that uh, it, when he's, as he's kind of getting used to the fact that it can happen, it's it's uh, launching when he's under extreme social pressure is very good. Yeah. Right. Totally. Big moods. The part where older Peter Parker is like, uh, like ch- whatever has him upside down or whatever and is like I'll let you go and I'll let you take care of this and save the world by yourself if you can just be invisible on command <laughs> or just use lightning yeah. on command he's like I don't know how my powers work that actually gave me a lot of anxiety that whole that mm-hmm. moment yo honestly fucked up that Peter just like tied him up and then left him there yeah, yeah. honestly how- really fucked Very up fucked how, long, how long were you planning on leaving him there for <laughs> Well, Until I mean, you know, some, somebody uh, had to stay, right? Go back. It's going to be his last act before they disintegrated. Great. Yeah. <laughs> here's how I want to remember you. Here's how you want. Here's how I want you to remember me as the person who tied you up in a chair and humiliated you. Mm, horny. Anyway. Oh no. <laughs> Jen, you're showing your whole brand again. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I like the part where um, they the 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 um, the super collider first turns on, and like objects in the world are all scrambled, mm-hmm. yeah. and someone goes, "I think it's a Banksy," 
Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, very quick line. Very good. Also, the most can confirm for multiple people who I know who live in New York, the scene where he like falls out of the sky and people walk over him and he's like, seriously, is actually entirely accurate. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, small touch about this movie that I love. Um, you know, he gets on the subway during like a chase scene and then the, it's and then the dude on the intercom says, please stand clear of the closing doors, please. I love I'm it. like, yeah, somebody yeah. went out and recorded yeah, that. It's, exactly. it's the audio of the real one. It's so good. <laughs> yep. Very good. Uh, if you haven't been in New York, that is just lost on you. But I very much appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, right. Both a lot of that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. All right. Anything else about Spider Verse before we bounce out of here? Uh, give me, give me, enter the Octoverse. Oh, Please. oh, sure. It's, it's just, just. Eight Dr. Octopuses. <laughs> On an island. And they all have to hold hands. <laughs> in, a, in a giant octagon. Ugh. Yeah, this... I I feel like this movie... Its story is mostly... Um, it is mostly... Its story manages to do what it needs to do. And aside from some of the unfortunate elements we've talked about, uh, it feels like something that is... At first, at first, uh, a technical marvel, and at second, a interesting story, and that's that's okay for the most part because it's absolutely gorgeous to watch, and you pick up on little details that really amaze you. Like I feel like it says something that each one of us had our own little. Okay, here's this moment in the movie that really stuck out to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I just looked up Penny Parker on Wikipedia. Hmm. And in the actual comic, that's just an Evangelion. Like, sue yep. those people. You can't do that. That's like just an Evangelion. <laughs> it's litigious, you're saying? It's. Have you seen this shit? I don't it's, think so. Yeah. yeah about as litigious. Oh yes, my god, it totally is. It's, it's extremely <laughs> that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. oh. I can post this. A thing about Penny Parker, created by Gerard Way, the. Yep. Whoa. <laughs> My yeah, chemical romance. romance. Yeah. <laughs> well, he also did I didn't know he did that comic. Great. He did the Umbrella that's Academy. Good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's just Oscar's mech. What that's the fuck? Just, <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad that they uh, they note here that the spider is of course male. The uh, um. radioactive spider helping her pilot. <laughs> that's a really course. important detail. <laughs> of course. Okay. It's the SPDR suit. Blech. I'm out of here. I think you mean yeah. Unit O2. Oh, you're right. I did. It's a typo. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that's it for Spider-Verse. Um, let's throw it over to the Scanlon folks. Let's do some plugs. <laughs> we should mention we're going we're gonna to crash the quorum at some point. Don't know when that's gonna happen, but it's definitely gonna happen at some point. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, um, it got pushed back because of, of a lot of, of tonight's craziness. Can but, we uh, can yeah. we make sure we have a running joke that people have to listen to both of these four? That's in in both of these podcasts. Sp- um, spaghetti. Yeah, you're gonna need context for that if you want to listen to joke. Yep, quorum. you'll get the context for that on the joke form. <laughs> Check it out. It's a joke about Tangela. Damn it, I explained it. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'll I'll do the the g- generic scanline plugs. Um, uh, scanlinemedia.com, uh, patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. A dollar a month gets you access to Oops All Anime, which is our our patron show where we watch 
a, like a different anime almost every week. Sometimes we we double up on stuff, but you know, a lot of variety there. A lot of exciting guests. Uh, Katie, we could get you on sometime. I've already gotten the other two on. Yay! I love anime. Great. That works out. You know, I would I would say that's a requirement to be on the show. That's actually not true. <laughs> that's actually not because I've been on that show multiple times. <laughs> well, I've also I've also had people who like have previously declined because they're like, I don't watch anime, and I was like, What if I also made you watch this other show and an anime? <laughs> um, because I'm just like that. Uh, <laughs> And then as far as my Twitter, uh, six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. And I got a pin tweet there that tells you everything that I do. Uh, otherwise, don't bother following my Twitter. I'm mostly just kind of a snarky jerk. Jen. So I'm <laughs> at JBU3 on Twitter. Um, most of my stuff is the same place where Six's stuff is, like uh, the Patreon and ScanLineMedia.com. Um we also do a podcast called Novel Not New, a True End podcast uh, on the Abnormal Mapping Network. Uh, we're going to record our episode on 428 Shibuya Scramble pretty soon, and uh, that's pretty exciting. So, yeah, got some stuff in the pipeline, and it's pretty excited about it. Dope. All right, Alan, your turn. Oh, shit. You're oh, up. fuck. <laughs> uh, it's me. I'm the other universe's Alan. Uh Chats the television podcast is where my friend John and I watch TV shows every single week. Uh, we're currently almost done with season four of Babylon 5. Uh, and we have a wealth of fun shows also on our Patreon, patreon.com slash chatspod, C-H-A-T-Z-P-O-D. Check that out. If you pay us $5 a month, you get not one, not two, but three bonus podcasts. Uh, and then also the aforementioned Joe Decorum, with I host, with I, which I host with our friend Six here, uh, where we are making a more perfect Pokemon list. It's a lot of fun. Uh, almost everyone on this call has been on it and will be on it soon. It's a great time. All right. And then you can find me on Twitter. Oh, no, I skipped Katie. Katie. <gasps> okay. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me at Cedar Grave on Instagram and Twitter. I do art really infrequently, but I try to be better about it. Um, other than that, I usually tweet about anime and video games that I'm currently playing, which right now is Fire Emblem. So, yeah. yeah. Don't be a cop. Yeah. Pick Black Eagles. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> Edelgard is beautiful and complex. Claude's That's my gay why dad. I want to play that game. The huh. thing is, he's not gay. That's the tragedy. Yeah, he's a if he was straight boy. Let if, me, we, if he let was gay, this would this. be a different... Okay, if he I'm was sorry. gay, we'd have a different conversation here. But I just, I don't want you to hurt yourself like this. Yeah. I would die. Also, we've got Dorothea, and she's incredible. You're right. Uh, is that from, wait. <laughs> no, it's the Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, a shot from uh, the uh, Penny, uh, Penny Parker comic was just <laughs> sent into the chat, and it's just Ava. So that's why yeah. Rebuild 4 has taken so long. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> that's the whole reason. Licensing oh. with Marvel's been a bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Co-written by Phil Lord. Like, <laughs> oh, imagine uh. what would happen if Penny Parker just strolled into Ava 4. <laughs> with Chris right, Pine well. as Shinji. <laughs> She's oh, actually no. the she she's actually the girl with the glasses that they haven't explained who the fuck she is yet. Mm. That's Penny Parker. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>
at blues rose 430 um we're gonna we're gonna think about what we're gonna do next month for this um just haven't had time for prep for that so to keep on the lookout for announcement on that um and then of course shout outs to admiral mapping for hosting us on their network mm-hmm. um and i think that's it uh anything else that we missed don't anything, forget to check ryan's twitter one? for all the hot evangelion takes no i'm done with those. uh I'm don't yeah. go into go into the timeline and make sure to reply <laughs> to all of them um retweet them but signal boost to your friends <laughs> just just ryan's ryan's begging for more feedback on evangelion all also you go far enough back you also get some stuff on uh, near automata also <laughs> just looking for discourse <laughs> just aiming for ryan. it <laughs> No, I mostly just upload. I just mostly just record videos of Mario Maker levels I haven't played. Hell yeah! My wife used to be. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Anyway, I think that's the show. We're gonna go ahead and bounce, and then we'll see you on the flip side. We're gonna crash the quorum whenever that happens soon, sooner rather than later. So uh, if you like this show, go ahead and listen to that. You should, be, you should already be listening to The Quorum anyway, because it's a good show. But definitely listen to it when we're going to be on there as well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. See you. I was going to say see you out there, but that's the Star Trek <laughs> closing that they do. Um, uh, you will see s- the tears of time. No. Is that it? Yeah. That's the <laughs> no, Gundam one. Show. Uh, no, damn it. Don't forget uh, to take care of yourself. Don't forget to take care of yourself. This is a game for kids, so let's be it all. No! Peace. Bye. <laughs> wow, you got the